Did you have your first set of draft meetings already for this year, like last month or whatever, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, we uh, we we kind of stay in the process throughout the fall. So what are your early thoughts on the top of the draft? I mean, picking number two, obviously, like, like what sort of difference maker, I guess, do you expect to be available for you at, at two? <laughs> I hope it's a difference maker at this two. Uh, but, um, no, we're, we're still going through that process now. Um, you know, again, like, like I was – like I was telling Kyle, you know, we'll, you know, we'll kind of talk about that later on down in the process, and hopefully we get some more clarity, you know, um, starting as early as after we we do the Senior Bowl. But, you know, um, I do think it is a good draft, though. You know, it is a good draft. You know, at at pretty much all, all positions, really. So um, I think that we'll be in a in, in a good spot. That's Without getting into names, I mean, do you think there is a difference maker at two? I mean, do you think there's that type of player? I hope so. You know, and no, you know, and it, it's a fair. I, I, I know, know you're going at. It's just, you know, I think every draft is different. It, I mean, it truly is. You know, there's some drafts that are really, really top heavy. Some drafts are not. You know, some drafts are better to, you know. They're better, more heavy on day two. You know, it's kind of a little bit better there. It's more heavy on the back end. You know, so. Um, but you know, I, I think all that's being being sorted out. Um, you know, our personnel department's uh, doing doing a heck of a job. You know, they they've. I think we've pretty much seen everybody. We have we have a good bite at it. But obviously, what we're about to bark on is going to provide a lot of clarity for those guys. The Detroit Lions seem to be heading in the right direction. However. I don't need to tell you that we've heard this line of thinking before. And in order to make this time different, this upcoming draft will be essentially important for their continued progress. With this in mind, the question becomes which direction should they go? Or perhaps more appropriately, the question should be asked, which pass rusher should they select? To get some clarity on the matter, I enlisted the assistance of Josh Edwards, an NFL draft writer, an analyst for CBS Sports. He joined me this week to discuss the options at the top of the draft for Brad Holmes and how the franchise can use the draft as a vehicle to accelerate the turnaround and restore the roar. I'm Kevin McShann, led to this conversation. Take a moment to welcome you to the program, and I'm super excited to dive into some football with you this morning. Great to see you, and thanks so much for being here, buddy. Of course, happy to be with you. 
Now, Josh, I have to tell you, I have to take my journalistic hat off for just a minute. I'm a diehard Lions fan, Josh, and I'm crossing my fingers that somehow Jacksonville falls out of love with Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, so, uh, tell me if uh, uh, I should kill my dreams of having number 97 in a Lions jersey next year, buddy. Yeah, I'd say it's more likely that, you know, maybe they fall in love with one of those offensive linemen. Maybe they take NC State's Ikea Kwanu. Maybe they take Mississippi State's Charles Cross or Alabama's Evan Neal. Um, I think that's certainly a possibility rather than them simply not valuing Hutchinson and that kind of a caliber, uh, you know, early draft capital. Uh, very well. So tell me, just how do you think the Lions can use this uh, draft? Because they've got a lot of draft capital to sort of uh, springboard the future of their franchise and accelerate the rebuild, buddy. No question. Three picks in the top 34. So that's a lot of draft capital, like you said, to take advantage and really improve the team for this coming season and beyond. Um, so I think with so many needs for this Detroit team, you're just trying to take the best players available. And maybe that takes you to an edge rusher at that number two pick. Uh, maybe it takes you to one of those cornerbacks or, you know, Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame. There's a number of different areas in which Detroit could target. So I think what they have to do first and foremost is just take the best players available on their board. And, you know, if it works out in this particular way, you hope that it falls on the defensive side of the ball. And, and between the two pass rushers, Josh, who do you think is the better fit for the Lions? I think Hutchinson might be a better fit for the Lions just because of, um, you know, he's a little bit more accustomed to the culture. Um, you know, he's obviously been in the area for quite some time. He plays that physical style that would probably endear himself to Lions head coach Dan Campbell. Um, so there's some obvious connections, some ties, some uh, intrigue between the two parties. I think Thibodeau offers a little bit more upside, but I think Hutchinson might be the guy for Detroit. And uh, Josh, since uh, Brad Holmes came uh, to Detroit with the uh, draft background, how much of an advantage do you think the Lions have with him as general manager? Well, I'm very curious to see what he does this year because once you start getting a large draft that makes you're able to start drawing conclusions in terms of what his tendencies are as a drafter. Um, coming from that Los Angeles team, that's obviously an organization that, you know, is in a window now where they feel like they can contend for the Super Bowl. And obviously they're doing that at this, uh, you know, moment in time, um, you know, so they valued veterans in exchanging that draft capital in exchange for those veterans. So, um, you know, we haven't seen the Rams make a lot of early picks over the years. That's an uh, understatement. To say the least, and I think, you know, is, uh, is, as Brad Holmes gets a little deeper in his time with Detroit, I think we might be able to get a better feel for what he brings to the table and what his tendencies are as a general manager. And, and uh, Josh, tell me, um, what do you think about the Lions' uh, current quarterback situation? Do you think they'll draft someone, you know, Jared Goff is only uh, 26 years old, and he sort of played well at the end of the season. So do you, you think the Lions will dip into the quarterback market in the draft? I think it's unlikely. I think uh, Jared Goff played well enough at the end of the season to warrant um, a little bit more confidence moving forward. When they made the trade last year, I felt like they probably value a little bit him a little bit more than what most on the outside perceive 
just because what they trade or what they turn down in terms of draft or trade offers from other teams suggests that they actually value golf as a player. So I think they're comfortable moving forward with him right now and addressing some other needs on that franchise. And tell me, Josh, what were your impressions of Dan Campbell's first full year as the Lions head coach? I'm curious. Well, there were some obvious limitations with the roster. Um, you know, they had some unfortunate injuries along the way with Taylor Decker and Jeff Okuda and some other guys on that team. Um, so I think the most encouraging thing is that you never saw that roster give up. You saw them fight, you know, all the way through week 18. They competed for each other. And I think that's all you can ask for when your franchise is in that kind of a situation. So I think it's encouraging, you know, moving into year two and beyond with Coach Campbell. Uh, and Josh, tell me, uh, how do you think the Lions could best build dra- uh, depth throughout the rest of the draft after, uh, after they make that top two pick? It's just a matter of taking the best players available and, you know, the, the people that you feel like are going to better your culture within that building and, you know, um, give you depth at certain positions, the guys that are going to fit your schemes. You know, I don't think you can get to day three of the draft and put yourself in a situation where you're trying to draft based on need because it's such a long shot to find contributors at that stage of the NFL draft that you just have to stick to your board and take the players that you feel most strongly convicted about. And, and I can make the, uh, the argument, Josh, that the Lions needed uh, an upgraded talent at every position. But I'm, I'm curious, Bonnie, after uh, that uh, uh, first pick, assuming it is the pass rusher, where else do you think uh, Detroit should focus in the draft? I think their offense is relatively set outside of a number one wide receiver. I think they could use that alpha boundary wide receiver that's going to complement Amon Ross St. Brown, who played fantastic over the second half of the season. Uh, You've got a lot of building blocks on that side of the ball with TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift, uh, a very good offensive line and, you know, a a quarterback like Goff that's capable of getting it done. So um, I think you turn your attention to the defensive side of the ball. Maybe you look at a cornerback in the case that, Akuda does not return to his college form. Um, you know, maybe you continue to upgrade that front seven as well. I think that's got to be the focus for Detroit. And tell me, Josh, certainly uh, when we look at the start that Jeff Akuda's uh, career has gotten off to, it's been uh, filled with that injury. So what do you think about the future projection of his career with the Lions, Bonnie? Uh, It's difficult. Um, You never know with any level of confidence if a player is going to bounce back or not. But just going by what you saw in college when he was at Ohio State, just a very competitive player, a guy that was willing to make plays in the backfield and and sell out for his teammates. So um, you would think that that level of player is still deep inside of him and somebody could bring that out of him. Uh, We just haven't seen it to this point in his career. And Josh, tell me, how do you think the Lions – could consider the 2022 draft a success, buddy? I think it's just finding contributors, you know, whether that's the offensive or the defensive side of the ball. I don't think you need to put, you know, certain qualifications on it. it you know, the NFL draft is such a crapshoot. You don't really know what you're going to get. Um, you know, even the most confident evaluators are going to have hits and misses. So um, you have to be prepared to deal with those misses and how you're going to adapt and, overcome those limitations. Um, so I think to walk away with, you know, three contributors, considering they have 
three picks in the top 34, I think you have to be very excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. Josh, tell me, how can uh, people follow uh, the great work you do for CBS Sports if they're so inclined to do that, Bonnie? Yeah, I appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter. That's at EdwardsCBS. Um, you can also follow my work at CBSSports.com, uh, covering all the drafts as we get into uh, April. Fantastic. Well, Josh, as you know, uh, as I told you at the beginning of this, buddy, I consider the NFL draft a national holiday. You know, as a, a diehard Lions fan, I call it my Super Bowl every year, buddy. So I appreciate you uh, taking a few minutes and uh, uh, chatting uh, with me about the direction the team should go this April. It's great to see you, buddy, and thanks so much for being here. Of course. Thanks for having me, Kevin.